G'day, g'day. Welcome to a uh, Wiki Voices uh, mini special. With uh, My name's Private Musings, or my username is, and uh, I'm going to be recording a few audio conversations with this year's candidates for the Arbitration Committee. Uh, and I'm here, well, I'll let you introduce yourself. I'm uh, Jonathan Hockman. My moniker is J.E. Hockman. And uh, before we get into the meat of a little chat with Jonathan, um, I'll just a call for participation. If you're listening to this, that's fantastic. If you'd like to get involved in interviewing a candidate or joining a conversation, then uh, the opportunity is there. It's really very simple. Please do. There's going to be a lot of people to talk to. Uh, so head over to WP uh, colon Wiki Voices. We'll find out a little bit more there. Um, install Skype and have a conversation. Um, and uh, we may be having a, a larger sort of roundtable discussion later in this process, but for now it's just a chat with you. And what made you uh, stick your hand up, Jonathan? Why? Um, yeah, I thought I wasn't going to run this year, but then a couple people contacted me, and uh, what really pushed me over the edge was I saw that there were very few candidates running, and uh, I really felt that if I got out there and ran that uh, you might encourage some other people to run also. And I think that we need to have you know, a good field of candidates uh, in order to have real democracy. So you're you're running to encourage others to uh, to to run also. Uh, do you have an you know a desire or an expectation that you can do well? Do you you know do you think you've got a chance? Oh, I'm uh, here in the United States. We have we have had a, a long running joke for most of the last century with the uh, the Boston Red Sox, which is the the team I baseball team that I root for. They um, went a very large number of years without ever winning. They kept coming close and losing and losing and losing. So I'm, I'm, uh, I'm well prepared for losing and uh, I don't mind losing. I'm, I'm interested in sharing some ideas about how Wikipedia and the Arbitration Committee should work. And if I happen to get elected, I'm glad to serve. I'm spending a lot of time around arbitration anyway, so I would just go and uh, sort of stand on the other side of the fence for a while. Okay, so without necessarily reading out or, or repeating too much your candidate statement, what's the heart of your platform? What's, you know, what's the, what sums up the things that you'd like to do? Well, I think the, the, uh, the biggest issue that I see for ARBCOM right now is that they need to be a bit more decisive. That when disputes come in, I don't think it's a great idea to push things out and just say, well, here's the locus of dispute these people were all behaving badly and now we're going to have uh, you know a, a, a general sanction in place and uh, there are discretionary sanctions and any uninvolved administrator can do whatever they think is necessary to restore order do you feel like I think it is much better you want to see stronger decisions well I'd like to see specific decisions in other words line the people up and say you know these people have been doing this wrong and this is the sanction and that's resolved. I'd like to see cases come in and be resolved. I don't like seeing cases come in and have revolving door cases like this uh, East European mess, which is now like the third time we've had to hear about these issues, if not more. Some of these things, they don't seem to be getting any better. They really need to identify, you know, who are the worst editors and take them out of the venue of dispute. And sure, that's the best. I mean, it's, it's see, I mean, we've had, Frank, that sounds like what pretty much everyone that's ever stood for Arbcom has always said. And yet, following elections, outcomes, you know. I'll ask you this, actually, before you go answer that question directly. Do you feel 
this this last year of Arbcom has been any different, or you know what's been its strengths or its weaknesses? Well, the last year, it's interesting. Uh, they've sort of been desisopping everybody. So any administrator who comes in who's been behaving badly loses their access, and that's generally a good thing. They've been placing a lot of topic bans, it seems, on people. I think they're not doing. They've been making the tough decisions you you felt perhaps were lacking. I, I don't know that they've been making. They've gone in the right direction. I don't know that they've been making all the tough decisions. I, I'm not tremendously impressed with the East European mailing list uh, case as it stands right now. I think they're treating too many of the editors the same way. They're not really distinguishing well enough between the editors. So you, I mean, you, so you'd be, you'd be a fairly, I mean, the left-right political spectrum perhaps doesn't, we can't draw an analogy on Wiki too directly, but uh, would it be fair to say that if we tried to, you'd be toward the right, perhaps? You'd be, you'd be quite strong to say, okay, your net worth around here is low, you haven't contributed so much, you're topic banned from this area, and desisopt. Or, conversely, you contribute, for example, a lot of featured content, and you're very, uh, you work on a lot of articles. You, although you've, you've been, broadly speaking, behaving in the same way, I'm going to give you a warning and let you off. Is that the sort of decision we'd get from, uh, from you as an arbor? Ultimately, yes. The, the arbitration committee is there to help make Wikipedia better. So the foremost concern is not to... Uh, Hold you there. Do you, do you think, because we were just talking briefly before I started recording, and uh, I, I was sort of saying to you that I'm not sure that, it, that it's actually effective uh, in, in that role. Do you feel that it is? Uh, I think it is because we need ARBCOM in order to, to clear out a lot of the noise. You know, when there are people who are disrupting and, and adding garbage to our articles, we need to stop that. Otherwise, the, the project can be overwhelmed with garbage and, and be destroyed. Well, do you, can you think of an ARBCOM case where someone that's been adding you know, noise to lots of articles has been got rid of? Because it doesn't seem well, to evolve in that way, does it? What, it? what it seems to try to deal with is, uh, you know, perhaps things brew up over a longer period and it's, it's all of the sort of the grayer areas that are a little bit Gordian knots to some degree. Well, yes, of course, because if, if, if things are very obviously wrong, some administrator will step in and just in-depth block and that's the end of it. So does that speak against uh, your argument that, that we need ARBCOM? You know, do we in fact perhaps not? I don't know. Well, if... Again, let's use a recent case, the East European mailing list. Without ARBCOM to review the confidential email evidence, that whole mess could not have been cleaned up. I don't see any way that the community the community would have deadlocked. I mean, there, there are situations where we simply cannot get a clear consensus one way or the other, and that's where ARBCOM needs to step in. Okay, so that, that takes us quite neatly into, into private information, actually. You mentioned, I mean, that's probably the... The easiest thing to accept, isn't it, that ARBCOM is going to have private information related to um, IP addresses, check user oversight, etc., etc. Um, as a, you're an administrator, correct? Yes. And have you ever thought about um, check user or oversight, putting your hand up for those things, you know? Or do you have any expertise in, in the technical areas? Well, that's a good question. The, um, the check user and oversight elections are really just like the ARBCOM election. Um, I haven't run for those just because no one kind of ever pushed me or invited me and, and I have been working on administrative tasks. 
So it's you, really a question of just going where I'm needed. If if people feel that I'm needed in a particular place, I'll I'll stick my hand up and, and offer to do that. But I don't feel the need to collect ops as badges. Sure. Okay. Sure. And uh, regarding the the sort of the the privacy of information, uh, how much uh, it's a criticism I have of Arcom in the past that rather a lot seems to happen on these mailing lists and you know information submitted privately, etc. How much part, to what degree would you be active on wiki? You know, what do you think of the on wiki processes of arbitration at the moment? Um, do you perceive any strengths or weaknesses there? I think on wiki is much better because when things happen off wiki, there's a sense of coordination. You get the feeling like all these people are suddenly coming together with the same voice, and it have the same voice. They must have been coordinating off wiki, and it. It's a bad feeling. I don't like it when I see it, and I'm, I'm sure other users don't like it when they feel it happening to them. Well, and in terms of the on-wiki pages, what do you think of the workshop evidence, proposed decisions? You know, what do you think of the structure we've got right now? Well, among them, I think the proposed decision works the best. The evidence page is fairly freeform, and I think it's okay. The uh, workshop is the most problematic because we, we create separate sections for each editor, so then we end up with a lot of redundant proposals and the workshop gets very long. So I suppose, I mean, you'd be one arb of, it looks like you'd be one arb of 18. Uh, what are your thoughts on, on that size committee, the enlarging it to 18, or keeping it at 18 people? Is, does that, uh, yeah, what do you think? I think that's not a bad idea because right now you see a lot of the important cases there are only ten active ARBs or you know nine and sometimes five is a majority. Would you would you plan to be active in you know all cases, most cases? You know, what's your sort of your uh, how much time have you got and what's your workload likely to be, do you think? Well my my workload is is uh, peculiar. I have a lot of time during the day because I, I um, I'm a consultant so I have meetings scheduled and sometimes I have you know half an hour in between calls where I just can't really do anything during that time. So I, I there's a benefit to me in sitting in my office working on Wikipedia because if somebody calls me, I can stop Wikipedia and I can pick up the phone and take care of what needs to be done. So um, I have quite a bit of time. It's probably worth just getting a little bit personal. Obviously, you're one of the uh, well, the, quite a few candidates. In fact, use their real name and some don't. And it's a, it's going to be a it's a requirement, obviously, to identify to the foundation. Your username is your real name, or is it is your middle name um, Edward or Ease or is, are they your initials, by any chance? Yeah, it's E. It's Evan. Evan, there you go. And on the personal, you know, you're you're obviously. How old are you? Or roughly? I'm 41. 41. There you go. Um, what do you think of the? Um, do you think that sets you in good stead to be an arbitrator? Do you think that makes you distinctive from other candidates? Or you know, how do you feel about? How do you feel as a 41-year-old grown man sitting on the Wikipedia arbitration committee? Oh, I, I feel fine about that, and. Um... I have four kids in real life, and uh, therefore my life is, is perpetual arbitration. <laughs> well, that brings us quite nicely to something else I'd like to talk about then. Um, kids on Wikipedia and stuff. Do your kids use Wikipedia? They do. They, they, uh, they use it to look up things, yes? I won't ask if they edit. Uh, presumably they do. Um, we're on to the, the section of our chat now where I'm just going to raise a couple of things that I see as issues with Wiki and ask your thoughts on them, some of the fundamentals, and obviously then I'll give you a chance to sort of wrap it up. Um, something that's come up in the last few days, child protection on Wikipedia. Um, there aren't any formal child protection measures, and we're not censored. Um, 
is this a concern for you at all in any way, or do you, you know, do you have any opinions or ideas in that sort of area? I'm I'm not terribly worried about that. What we do for our kids is we have the computer available in a, a common room in the house where there's a lot of traffic, and we all can monitor what's going on there. You know, I'm not letting kids run off in their their own room with a computer. And really, parents need to watch their kids on the internet. And there's, there are a lot of other websites besides Wikipedia where kids can go to get into or find trouble. So I'm not particularly worried about Wikipedia. Um, in terms of, uh, do you agree with the 18 age limit uh, on Arbcom? I think we need that because the uh, Arbcom members are handling sensitive personal information. And I think we need to understand that the people who are going to handle that information are of an age that they could enter into a binding agreement so that when they pledge the Wikimedia Foundation to do certain things to keep information confidential that that's real. We wouldn't give, at least not here, we wouldn't give sensitive information out to a minor. And that's that's the only issue. I think it's, it's the, in terms of I think that minors being, you know, minors for example have access to deleted revisions and of minors who are administrators uh, and you know some of the more edgy material that's on Wikipedia is of course being administered by by children. I think we'll move on from there just because that's something that I'm mulling over at the moment and I don't want to sort of steal this uh, you know this time from you. Um, biographies of living people, what's your take on that? How are we doing? Well I think we're doing alright. I like the fact that a lot of people are really paying attention to the issue because it's important. I myself am uh, somewhat pragmatic on the whole thing. I think that if you have a borderline BLP and it goes to articles for deletion, I think if there's no consensus to keep, then we may as well delete it in respect of the person. Unless the person comes in and says, I'd like this article to be kept, then fine. I think we should give some uh, strong weight to whatever the subject thinks in a borderline situation. But, but generally speaking, you're, you think that the project itself is doing okay? I think we're trying. Of course, we have a lot of problems still. You know, I'm camping on one BLP in particular that's a big source of trouble. And uh, it takes a lot of vigilance and a lot of effort to police. And if we did have a system like flag revisions in place, that might take some of the burden off of our volunteers who are constantly policing all these BLPs. And are you supportive of flag revisions? Oh, I'd like to give it a try. I think it's, you know, I'm, I'm not... Uh, uh, pushing it really hard, but I think it's something that we should probably try. You know, it might save us the, you know, two or three times a year we get this embarrassing story in the press about how our article says somebody died when they didn't. Well, that's a, I mean, that's PR, I suppose. I think maybe the, the issue of real harm is that it'll get under the radar with some of all kinds of, you know, nasty things being said about people without them knowing. Um, but regardless, would you, broadly speaking, then support, for example, flag revisions um, on all biographies? But flag revisions is something we should try to see how it works. It's not a panacea because if someone really wants to do an axe job on somebody, they will game the system and they will get around flag revisions or whatever system we put in place. Ultimately, there's nothing that's going to be as good protection as, as um, a qualified editor watching the article. Or, well, I mean, you could, for instance, have policies that, that limited the, the numbers of articles until you could be sure that there was no defamation, for example. That, I mean, that's at least conceivable. Um, okay, moving on. Uh, just in terms of the ARBCOM elections, uh, it's there's been an RFC about 
I mean, there's been a fairly broad-reaching RFC concerning the ARBCOM in general um, and the process of this election. One of the issues that comes up is we've talked about the 18-member committee. Are you um, secret ballot or public vote? Uh, secret ballot. And uh, two years as, as a term? I think two years is fine. I think three years is possibly a little long. So you, you're not you're follow if if elected you'd follow the decision of the RFC or I know some candidates have said regardless of what I'm elected to I will serve for two years or for one year. Or... Yeah, it's uh, if it's two years, it's two years. If it's three years, three years. Maybe it's a little too long. Uh, you know, I don't feel like I need to make a pledge like that because I would sort of just listen to advice that I would get along the way. Sure. And we'll wrap it up now because we're hitting about 15 minutes, which I hope is a good, sensible time for people to listen to. Um, and slightly thorny one, but hopefully not too scary. Um, you, you put yourself up last year and there was a, it was a pretty broad community participation. And last year the community voted and uh, didn't vote for you. Um, what's changed? Um, I don't know how much has changed. I think I learned something from that experience last year, and I've, I've tried to put what I've learned to use. The um, voting procedures may be different this year. In, in my case, it was very rancorous because several people came in early and uh, said a bunch of nasty things about me, and that was kind of off-putting to people who didn't maybe didn't know me that well. I hope that this year the election will will feature greater civility, and uh, if there's a secret vote, then that sort of thing won't happen. People will have to read the questions and make up their own mind and, you know, be thoughtful. And uh, the work I do is like the work done by some other administrators who also don't poll well. You know, confronting disruptive editors and trying to clean up bad messes tends to be work that produces what people call drama, okay? It produces disputes. And they Get, people don't like disputes, and some of that dislike rubs off on the, the people who are involved in those disputes, even when they're the referee who's trying to break up a fight. And that's okay. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a dirty job, and, and someone has to do it. And presumably that's why you're standing for election to the 2000, in the 2009 elections. Um, thanks for coming on Skype, um, John, Jonathan. Uh, we may do. We may have a roundtable. We may have some more candidate discussions. I don't know. Um, but you're the first uh, audio interview with a candidate this year to come online. So thanks very much for that. Um, and I'll leave the, the final words to you. Well, thank you very much, Private Musings. I uh, appreciate the opportunity. Anyone who has any questions is uh, free to contact me via my talk page or to uh, look me up on Skype. And uh, I'm happy to answer any questions. Thank you.